Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode will turn things around from last week's dreary deaths to best happy endings in movies. Enjoy. Hello everyone, it's Tony the Movie Guy. This is a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. And as always, my lovely co-host is with me. Miss Money Annie. Miss Money Annie. How am, are you? I'm fabulous, Tony, and yourself. I'm okay. okay. Actually, I've had a few too many whiskeys, but this should make for an entertaining episode this evening. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so I was telling you off mic and you were like, talk about it on the show because yeah. I am Tony and the movie guy. So before we get into our topic, this is kind of cool. Where I work in Glendale, California, one Glendale. of the Glendale, which is not the most exciting place, by the way. <laughs> no, it's not. But this is the perks of living in LA. Okay, look, there are two negative things about living in LA. More than two, but yeah. Okay, but the two main ones that everyone talks about is A, it's crazy expensive. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's ridiculously expensive. And B, the traffic. I mean, there are so many skits on Saturday Night Live, you know, about the Californians. I'm going to take the 210 to the 105. And have you seen those sketches? No, but it's so You funny. haven't seen those? They're that so just makes me funny. Laugh. With like Christian Wig and B Bill Hader. Oh, and they always awesome. crack me up because when I'm in the car with my wife, she's like, I'm going to take the 210 to the uh. 5 to the 104. And it's totally like that. That's but so you get true. you get stuck in traffic. It takes... Uh, a while to get places. Um, so those, you know, those are negative parts. And you're right, there's probably others. But what I love about Los Angeles is, number one, I'm never bored in L.A. Never. I've, I've lived in L.A. for nearly 20 years. There's always a new place to go to, whether it's downtown, oh, yeah. whether it's Santa Monica, Malibu, wherever it is. And then we're surrounded by like Vegas, San Diego, uh, Santa like even Barbara. the mountains and the beaches yeah, and all the, so all many the beaches, things. Yeah. the mountains. There's just so much amazing stuff. But also it's the hub of entertainment. Correct. It's, I mean, it's Hollywood is where movies are made. And I mean, you, you get to meet celebrities. You get to go to pre-screeners and premieres and all these kind of awesome things which i which I, we have I, all done we fully take advantage of we get to go on shows and all these cool incredible places and another thing that happens is they shoot movies all over hollywood when i lived in in la i remember one of the apartments i lived in like crocodile dundee in los angeles not a great movie but they were filming it like you know in an alleyway in our apartment yeah. you know or one morning i remember i was late for work i ran outside and I whacked into someone, knocked him over, like clean on the floor, look up, and it's Harrison Ford. <laughs> and he was shooting Hollywood Homicide with yeah. Josh Hartner. Yeah. Again, not a great movie, but he was Who shooting cares? it right in front of yeah, our building. Yeah, I was getting my nails done in Montrose, California, which is right next to Glendale, really. And... Uh, they come and say, nobody come out for a minute, we're shooting. And it was something with Amy Adams, like two doors down. Right. So I've, I, and I remember it was crazy. So I came to LA in 2000 and I remember for the first year, I was like, how come I'm not meeting any celebrities? This is bullshit, you know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I remember I was at the farmer's market in, in uh, Hollywood and I saw Ethan Hawke, who what? I'm a huge I didn't fan know of. That. Yeah, and I creepily stalked him for like ten minutes wow. down the farmers market. And then James Cameron, you know, was talking but with Arnold Schwarzenegger because someone got a you know a star, a Hollywood star a walk of fame. Yeah. They got a star and they have those events and you get to go to them or the premieres. And then after that, I just started bumping into everyone. That's so like funny. Like Jim Carrey. Um, what's his name? Not John Wick. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> well, he and, is John Wick. He is John Wick. I ran into Al Pacino on my bachelorette party. Right. So you just start seeing, <laughs> you meet all these crazy celebrities. It's really awesome. You know, and I've had very one-on-one -on -one interactions with them. And then I've also had ones where you see them from afar, but it's kind of cool. Anyway, the reason Get I'm- Get to the story. Yeah. The reason I'm rambling on about that is where I work in Glendale, California, we have this uh, kind of beautiful church across the street that is quite old and then in our big building it's like a big kind of office management building there happens to be a dentist on the second floor that has like a 50s style dentist office That's unique. so they're 
they handpicked our building and the street outside to shoot Matt Damon's brand new movie that's so coming awesome. out. So literally, they've been shooting it all day. Matt Damon was there all day. And they closed the entire street in front of Glendale. And they had all these amazing 50s cars. So cool. Trucks. This 50s Porsche David that he was driving. Oh, my God. Like, there was like 50 of them. Buses from the 50s. All these extras just walking up and down in 50s outfits How and costumes. Cool. The entire day. I mean, we didn't get much work done at all because everyone sure. was just staring outside the window. And then, you know, on the second floor, all the girls obviously ran up to Matt Damon and got their autograph from him. So I don't know what the film is because it just said spoilers. Maybe that's what the movie's called. <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was like a secret confidential thing. Um, but it was it was kind of cool. And that's like the perks of living in Los Angeles. Yeah. So I thought it was a fitting story because I'm Tony the movie guy. And that was a, a movie story. But um, we get movies outside Tony the movie guy. Yeah, it was kind of groovy. All right. So for this week's episode, we went very kind of uh, dark and macabre last week. We did. We did memorable movie deaths. Somewhat pretty damn memorable. They were pretty damn memorable. Um, we did that kind of as a Halloween edition episode um but then i was like all right that, that was kind of a bummer i need <laughs> i need to pick me up yeah exactly <laughs> i need to be cheered up so you chose this episode i did which is kind of cool you haven't done that in a while i have not for a long time tony's been running the show full well, on not by like you know my own authority <laughs> and admission like i always welcome yanni's ideas but i actually oh, I, yeah i really love this one so she chose best happy endings i thought that was a nice opposite it really is it's a good pick me up um and here's what was interesting so i told you this again off mic i went through my top 100 movies of all time and it was really hard to find a lot of movies that had genuinely uplifting happy endings it's true i look at i had most a hard of, time too yeah i look at most of my films that i adore that i love they don't have the best happy endings did you note um it's a good thing our rom-com episode is over a year ago now because my list actually is very similar to that list okay. with well, some others. But did you find that too, that a lot were rom-coms? Yeah, well, I'll give that to you. So that's what I was going to say. I kind of didn't want to just do rom-coms that or I, like comedies. I get that. So I tried, I only put the ones on there that really just are so uplifting yeah. and really fit this category where the the ending is just so happy. That's and what feel I did good. too, because I could have put like a hundred on there. Right, but... but I tried to mix it up and do you know every type of yeah. genre. So my list is like twenty. Usually I cheat and I have like way 50 more. At least, yeah, yeah. Well, thirty, forty, fifty. I, I always kind of wean it down. Um, but anyway, we'll go back and forth and uh, we'll discuss best movies with happy endings. With the best happy Whee! endings, yes. That's kind of cheerful, right? Yeah. And again, I, I've got some whiskey in me, so I'm feeling good. So this so is appropriate. I have my challenge ahead of me. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Well, as always, ladies first, let's do best happy endings. I barely even have to say what I'm going to say. It's probably the same as mine, Love Actually. Yeah. That's so funny. Of course. So that, of course... Even though it's totally a rom-com, when I think of a film that just uplifts me... We've we've gone over this It's got to be times. this, but it yeah. was your pick, so I have to let you talk I'll first. start, and I know you'll have plenty to say, but A... Well, we've talked about my Love favorite. Actually, it's actually ad infinitum. <laughs> yes, it's my favorite movie pretty much of all time up there with Jurassic Park. It's my favorite rom-com. It's my um, favorite love stories, and the ending is what's the best. Right. Because it has... Basically, this awesome crescendo where all the storylines come together. It's a culmination of yeah. all the plots. And, yeah. and, and then there's this fabulous um, orchestra music that goes with it that builds up as, you know, the one guy has gone to propose to the girl in the cafe. The kid is at the airport running after the eight-year-old girl that he loves or and, and, and. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's yeah, storyline. Kissing the, the girl on girl, stage. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the play happening at her school. You exactly. Know. It's just beautiful. Yeah. So even though all those storylines aren't necessarily happy, because yeah. there are a few that aren't, majority of them are very uplifting. <laughs> or even <laughs> um, the English boy getting the 
going oh, to all America. The hot American chicks yeah. and he comes back. So re- yeah, so you've got these love stories that, you know, especially like Colin Firth's uh, story, yeah, um, which is absolutely beautiful. And Hugh Grant is the prime minister, uh, Martin Freeman, yeah. you know, with the, the uh, with the girl and the kid at the airport chasing after the girl. But I think what really made it count for me is, as you said, that culmination scene yeah. in Heathrow Airport. Yeah, at the where end. All of the characters kind of interrelate with one another. And, you know, Martin Freeman has just gotten married. They're going off to have their uh, honeymoon. Yeah. And Colin Firth's with his, I think they're married now. And it, it's kind of, because it's like a couple months in the future. And then like the prime minister comes and then she Martin McCunchen jumps on yeah. him. And everyone's in love. And then there's this... um beautiful narration from Hugh Grant about, you know, when he goes to Heathrow and he sees everyone and he sees people greeting their loved ones who are arriving in. He doesn't see hate. He sees love. Well, it begins that way. Right. And it ends ends that that way. way. And that's lovely. And the way it shows and then it just pans onto all these, you know, strangers that you don't know in the movie who are people greeting their loved ones at an airport, which is a very real, genuine scene. In Mm -hmm. any airport you go to, when you arrive, you see, like, the people waiting for their their father, their mother, their kids, their children, and you see the embrace, the love, the warmth, and it has this beautiful montage. It gets smaller and smaller and smaller. It has thousands of little images um, and it, it's very uplifting. Yeah. It's very beautiful. And that film is so full of cheese. It's so full of heart. It's so full of humor. Um, but it really does genuinely have one yeah. of the most warm, fuzzy feeling, happy endings you could ever ask for in a movie. Yeah, and the final line being love really is everywhere. All around. All around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, most uplifting. I love it. I'll make you watch it again this year. Yeah. So anyone who hasn't seen Love Actually, who's a fan of the podcast. Oh, come on. You need to get your shit together. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie, a rom-com, and we love it. Yeah. Okay, good. So great pick. All right. So here's my next one, which is a little bit different. Okay. But to me, when I think of a movie that has a very uplifting ending, it's Goodwill Hunting. It's um, a good choice. Is that on your list? No. Okay. I, so, I considered it. Yeah. So I the did reason not put I put it on my list is that's quite a heavy film, actually. There's a lot of drama. But what I love about that movie is the payoff of that ending and, and how uplifting it is to me. It makes me feel good. So Matt Damon plays this character called Will Hunting, who's this super bright guy from Boston who's like this kind of tough guy but he's he's a genius he's brilliant and he works in like construction construction with Ben Affleck his lifelong friend he falls in love with Minnie Driver who's like this rich Oxford girl but he kind of leaves her um and you know that he's getting all these offers from like the government for like all these high confidential espionage jobs um but Robin Williams tell you know who's his psychiatrist who um you know, actually helps him and kind of saves him. Well, he has major mental, like he has issues. Oh, of course, that he was stop beaten him as a so child. bad, yeah. and he he's always holding himself back, yeah. and it's so sad. Yeah. So, but what's beautiful about it is at the end of the movie, he's kind of come out of his shell. Yeah. You know, and um, that there's two like gut punch kind of uplifting endings, which is one. Robin Williams talks about how he loved his wife and he went to this game. Yeah. But he ditched the game and he left a note to his friend saying, I've gone to go see about a girl. Yeah. And he tells that story about he he left this really famous game to go find his wife who became his wife and he married for like, and they lived happily for like 20 years. And then Ben Affleck also tells um, Will Hunting, played by Matt Damon, you know, you know, every day when I drive up to your house, you know, I walk up to your porch, I knock on your door. For a second, I always think, I hope you're just gone. You haven't told us. You're not going to be there, yeah. You're not there. You've gone to make something because you have a gift. You're brilliant. And Matt Damon's kind of like, what are you talking about? You know, so at the end of the movie, you have this beautiful kind of tufa crescendo where Ben Affleck drives up and that exact scenario plays out and he goes up to the door and he knocks on it and he looks out. And the house is cleared out and he kind of smiles and he's like, he's gone. And he's so chuffed. He's like, he's gone to make something of himself. And then you see um, Matt Damon go to 
Robin Williams' house and he leaves a note and then he drives off and then Robin Williams comes down, he grabs the note and it says, I've gone to go find out about a girl. And then the movie ends and you just see the car driving. You don't even know what's going to happen, but you know, you know he's going to find Minnie Driver of Fine Love. It's just very uplifting. Yeah. I love that movie and I it, particularly I love the payoff in the ending. I find it very heartwarming. Especially as there's quite a runway to get there. Right. So, it's, yeah. There's some rough drama in between. Exactly. All right. Um, my next pick is my pretty much favorite musical of all time, Grease. Oh, it's on my list for sure. So go ahead. You stole it from me. Yes. Grease is epic. Grease um, has a really weird ending if you actually think about of it. Of course. But I love Because this movie. it makes really no sense to the story because it suddenly turns into a a flying car like fantasy they, fantasy they fly off in a car sandy but and danny <laughs> somehow it works yeah and greece is such a fun musical such a great high school coming of age film you know the greases all that it's brilliant it's brilliant and it's it's about love yeah and they yeah, they agree. they i mean find each other go through this battle of all the peer pressure and all of that, they don't succumb to it. And then yeah, they... Yeah, because she's like a, a good girl and he's a bad boy. Yeah. And, um, you know, they they both decide to change for each other, to be with each other, and it's a beautiful ending. And it's just so fun. The song at the end, you're the one that I want. It's so, so cute. So I love that. But what I really like about it, why it made my list, is after that, everyone kind of yeah. reunites. Rizzo and all the friends and they yeah. do that we go together like yeah. blah, 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 whatever it is. And, you know, it kind of just shows how they're all, everyone's reunited, everyone's yeah. happy. And then, you know, that weird scene where they get in the car and then they, <laughs> they fly off. It's, so it's kind of surreal. But, um, yeah, I mean, I saw that movie a thousand times so as a kid. Um, and I've revisited it recently a few times. It's so good. Yeah. It's brilliant, and it's such a beautiful, happy ending. All right, so my next one's actually a rough movie, but hmm. the ending is so uplifting. So to me, it's it's like a happy ending, which is the impossible. I was going is with that. Is that on your list? Yes, it so was you, next. Well, well, you know I'm an ambassador of, of this course. movie. This I watched movie it because of you. is criminally underrated criminally it yeah. came and went it's about the tsunami that happened in the mid 2000s it's and it's night. a true story it's a true story about a family um that survived the tsunami spoilers but um it's naomi watts who's amazing unbelievable ewan mcgregor who's amazing and a young tom holland before who's he was spider-man incredible. who's incredible um the reason Both kids why actually are amazing. actually yeah the, yeah the younger one who's like six in the movie so the reason why the film is so good uh, but why it really deserves to be, be on this list is the will to survive yeah i mean number one you, you don't even know that ewan mcgregor and uh the other kid is is alive yeah until I they're think separated halfway is what through happens, the movie right yeah. they're separated through it naomi watts is like almost mortally wounded yeah. you think she dies like two or three times and there are scenes towards the end of the movie that are so gut-wrenching and That's infuriating so where they almost See, reconnect. find each other, they yeah. They almost find each other and it goes on for like half an hour. Yeah. It's almost unbearable. Yeah. But what's so beautiful about the movie is she survives. They reunite. They all survive. And that's why at the end, after such a harrowing experience, and as you said, it's a true story, um, it really is feel good and a happy ending. Yeah. It's incredible. I love that movie. Anyone who hasn't seen The Impossible, do yourself a favor. Watch that film. It is worth it. You're in for a ride. I remember there's this epic moment at the tail end where they take off in the helicopter and it's beautiful yeah. and they just all realize it's over right. we're okay and it's oh it's so awesome yeah that hospital scene specifically where you and mcgregor and the two kids keep crossing each other yeah just missing each other without noticing each other and as an audience member you're like you're, ah, turn around yeah totally. oh my god anyway but it has a great happy ending in the yeah. end definitely one to watch all right all right well i'm going with Another classic, Dirty Dancing. Oh, that's on my list. Obviously. Yeah, so well, good. one of the greatest endings 
known to a dance movie. I mean, it's brilliant. That movie is so much more than a dance movie because it's just such a great romance. And drama. Yeah, and drama. It really is dramatic. It's dramatic. It's a great love story, but also a beautiful dance film. Like, I shamelessly love Dirty Dancing. Yeah. I watched it way too many times as a kid because I I had so many girlfriends who just made me watch it and brainwashed me. But I genuinely love that movie. And you watched it a bunch of times with us. Well, I I made, I helped my wife who's yeah. much younger than me, discover that movie. And she loves it, which I'm so happy about. Yeah. So we've watched it about three or four times since. I love it too. I mean, the ending is just so beautiful. Nobody I mean, the, puts baby in the corner. The choreographed dance, honestly, is so uplifting. Yeah. It's it's literally uplifting because uh, he lifts her up. <laughs> right, Tony. <laughs> yeah, this is very true. And, it's, and the whole thing of... You know, the dad admitting he was wrong. Yeah, he forgives him. What's his name? Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. And he realizes the other guy was actually... A douchebag. Yeah, the asshole. The waiter guy. Yeah, it's a great movie. I I love it. And the ending is very uplifting, specifically because of the way, yeah, um, Johnny comes back, says nobody puts baby in the corner, does the dance with her, and then he does the whole lift. I mean, it literally is an uplifting ending. Um, sorry, I just had to throw that in again. Um, okay, good. My next one is The Truman Show. I have that too. That's okay. I, I knew our list it. would be similar. So again, I'm thinking of endings that are so memorable, but leave you feeling really good. Really happy. Because Truman Show is one of my favorite movies of all time. But that is a jarring, disturbing movie. It actually is. Of course. When you think about it, this this kid who's grown up in this reality that isn't real. It's not true. A TV show. None of it's real. You know, his wife, his friends, nobody are real. It's so disturbing and, and jarring. And that he doesn't know. He it's doesn't so know awful. it. And obviously that beautiful ending where he sails off, overcomes his fear of sailing, and then just goes dunk into yeah. the sunset because that's the end of the set. Yeah. You know, there is no real sunset. And then Ed Harris, who's like the director producer, talks to him like he's God. Yeah. And he's like, you you could stay here. You're a star. Say something. And then that beautiful yeah. line where he just goes, you know, good morning, good afternoon. And in case I don't see you, good night. And he goes up the stairs and he walks out the door, alluding that he's going to go into the real world. And he's got that paper of Na- Natasha McKellone yeah. or the, the Irish actress that he fell in love and with. And you see her running down the stairs, like going exactly, to meet him. Exactly, going to greet him. It's so uplifting. It's so powerful and beautiful. I, I absolutely love it it's as, a, a, as a happy ending. It is a good one. It's fantastic. Um, my next one was Beauty and the Beast. Okay, so I was going to have a bunch of those um, Disney ones on there, and I took them off. The funny thing is the one I did have was Beauty and the Beast. It's one of the happiest ones. Well, because it is, yeah. But go ahead. So he, um, obviously, you you have the whole, oh, my gosh, the Beast is going to die. He's dead. Right. He comes back. They all turn back into their original selves. Yeah, Cogsworth as well. The curse is gone. And they live happily ever after. Lumiere. It's yeah. especially happy in the new version. I love the Disney film. Yeah. The original, obviously. But the live action, it, it really is awesome. I don't want to upset anyone. I've told people this. I, I really like the one with Emma Watson. Like that's the, the live action, live action one I'm one. talking about. That's yeah, what that's, I just said. No, no, but I'm agreeing. Like, because yeah. the animated one is so beloved. It's. I was it's, never the biggest fan. It's very sweet. It's yeah. one of the earliest, obviously, Disney films. Yeah. But I agree. The live action one is beautiful. Yeah. It's it's more fun and more something adults can also enjoy. But you have, again, you're right. You have a happy ending with Beauty and the Beast reuniting. He yeah. returns as Prince Charming and Lumiere, Cogsworth, Chip. You know, um, all the other characters coming back. It's very uplifting. It's so uplifting. So that's a great pick. Okay, good. Here's another film that I think has a really happy ending. Jerry Maguire. Is that on your list? Um, Yes. Okay, good. So Jerry Lower down. Yeah. So, I mean, Jerry Maguire played by Tom Cruise. Not only the... It's such a bizarre film because it's like a romance, comedy, sports drama. (laughs) You know, it's very odd. It's genre. But he finds true love finally with Dorothy Boyd and he finds happiness played by Renee Zellweger and obviously there's the whole end scene where you know he had a big win 
but he couldn't celebrate it with his wife. So he says, you know, you But that part me. even is really part of the happy ending is when... Well, that's what I was going to okay. say. So it's kind of a twofer. You've got the love realizing the true love and uh, you complete me. I love you. You know, shut up. You had me at hello. That whole beautiful romantic part. But then the win with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, and the fact that he succeeds and he gets that huge contract, he's really successful and it's a big win for them all. So it's kind of, yeah, it's a double whammy, but it really makes you feel good and it makes you feel happy. It makes you feel soppy and also like, yeah, that Jerry Maguire, again, is like the perfect man woman film to watch if you think about it. Because he goes through a lot of stuff and it's a sports movie, but not really. And, you know, it's everything. It's like the perfect date night movie, Jerry Maguire, by the way. (laughs) It is. It totally is. My husband loves that movie. I love that movie. It's awesome. It's brilliant. All right. My next one is a movie I hope you love and maybe don't have on your list Overboard. No, I definitely don't have that on my list. I love (laughs) Overboard. The original, obviously, I don't even want to hear about the Anna Ferris. I want to see that one. Uh, You're talking about the one with uh, Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell. Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell. Well, they did meet each other and find true love in real life in that film. Yes, so you but have that. Let me explain the brilliant ending, which is they're on the boat. I haven't seen it. What? I haven't seen it. Well, I mean, maybe I saw it as a kid. I don't remember it's it at all. It's a brilliant story. But at the end of the film, you know, she finally remembers who she is. So for the audience, set up the basic plot. Plot, she's a rich bitch. and <laughs> rich bitch. Literally, and treats people like dirt, like has all the money in the world. She lives on this yacht, and he is a carpenter who's fixing cabinets. And she, do, like, basically, like, totally shits on him and is like, I'm not paying you anything. This isn't what I wanted. I want a different type of wood. And he's like, screw you, lady. And then... She like pushes all his materials overboard and pisses him off. So like two nights later, she's outside and is sort of drunk and she trips and falls in the water. He sees on television that they found this woman in the hospital who doesn't remember anything. And And he knows who she is. He knows who she is and he cocks up this plan to basically exploit her and make her believe she is his wife right. and the mother to his kids to basically so he get does back at her he has three boys the mom died when they were kids like um two all th- three different ages and uh the husband of goldie horn is a total douche and decides to pretend he doesn't know who she is because he doesn't like her and he wants to go off with other women so he disappears so it kind of works for several months i think like four months and at the beginning she's it's really cute because they live in this tiny house in the woods and she has to learn all these things. She's like, I don't remember how to do this, like how to wash clothes, how to cook, all these things. And she basically becomes their mom. Right. And they, without realizing she it. She some life lessons, I'm she, sure. They become a family hmm. and they fall in love, right. which they didn't think would happen. And then right when they've like gotten settled and they've actually, you know, gone to sleep together and it's it's like all looking good. The you husband should they have them. sex? Yeah. Oh, okay. They make love, Tony. Oh, so, sex. So then the husband realizes for some money reason that he has to go get his wife. The like gold, yeah, the douche husband. Bag. He yeah. comes, picks her up. She, Well, she remem- the minute she sees him, everything comes back to her. Gotcha. And she's like, oh my God, you used me. And she runs off. And the kids, it's really heart- heart-wrenching. The kids are like, no, mom, don't leave. Because now they really love her. Right. And so then the happy ending. The happy ending is the kids go to the dad to cut Russell and are like, we're going to go get mom back. And they're like, okay, let's go get mom back. And they basically take her like a little boat out to chase after the big yacht and go hunt her down. And she jumps off the back of the boat. He jumps off the boat and they kiss each other. And then he's like, I can't believe you. You left all that money just for me. And she's like, I didn't. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, it's all mine. It's all ours. So they're super rich. So anyway. they're now rich and happy and in love. Well, that's nice. And it's that's a beautiful happy ending. ending. And I just told you the whole film. Well, yeah. So now I'll never watch the original. But I do want to see the reverse gender one with Anna Faris. I don't at all. I'm a fan of Anna Faris. I am not. And she's like the hillbilly chick. And the guy, Eugenio Derbez, the Mexican actor, is like the rich playboy. But anyway, it did really well, that movie. All right, good. The next one I have is definitely on your list. Shawshank Redemption. Yes. So, again, talk about a movie that's very harrowing. Um, 
I mean, it, it, that's like an emotional experience to go through the Shawshank Redemption. Oh it's like gosh. a three and a half hour movie. Yeah. But that payoff. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've discussed this a lot on the podcast. Yeah, many times. Andy Dufresne, you know, who has escaped after 25 years. I mean, that's kind of uplifting in itself when that, that big twist where he's had that Rita Hayworth poster, but he's been digging a tunnel for literally 20 years and he makes his escape. But actually what makes the film so beautiful is all the narration from Morgan Freeman for all the years afterwards where he's still in prison and Andy Dufresne has become something of like a myth or like a legend to all of the uh, Mm -hmm. inmates. Um, And then Morgan Freeman, who's just kind of accepted that he'll never get released. And then he gets paroled. And then he goes out into the real world and he kind of goes through that mundane existence and you're not sure if he's going to just given and kill himself but then he goes off you know on a bus and he goes to this tree in this yeah. beautiful forest and he finds this package that andy dufresne left him and basically told him where he is yeah and he travels to him and he's like in some beach, beautiful beach resort island. somewhere building a boat and what i love about that film and how uplifting it is they reunite as friends yeah but it doesn't show it it doesn't even show them talking or actually greeting it shows them walking towards it each other it just shows morgan freeman walking towards him and yeah. andy dufresne like seeing him and that smiling kind of yeah. smiling and the rest is left to your imagination exactly but after everything they went through and again it's this platonic brotherly love it's very different yeah they'll find happiness together totally you know it's and create some kind of life yeah basically. it's it's so beautiful and yeah. such after a everything happy, they've thing. been through. right because that movie is so <laughs> Rough. So hard. It really is. So yeah. Shawshank Redemption for four. Beautiful one. Okay. Uh, my next one is one of my favorite rom-coms. Don't roll your eyes. I will okay. smack you. It's Maid of Honor. Not on my list. I I'm haven't sure seen it's it. not. It's a beautiful That's film. That's with Michelle Monaghan and Patrick Dempsey. Correct. I know the You're poster. You're good at this. <laughs> I've never seen it. You always, you always take the actors from before oh, I can even say them. Admittedly, I tried to watch it. I think I got through like 15 minutes. Well, I don't care. That's it's okay. literally one of my favorites and I adore it. Go ahead. It's the classic story of like girl and guy are best friends for years and years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always will they won't like a little bit of like... You know, are they going to get together or not? He's the maid of honor, right, for her wedding or so something? So what happens, without telling the whole story, but yeah. So she goes off to Scotland for like a three-week, no, several-month uh, work thing. We'll say at the beginning, spoilers yeah. again, because obviously we're doing happy endings. Yeah, you kind of so have to set up the story. So we're going to reveal spoilers to yeah. some degree. So, so don't worry about that. She's She goes off and he has this realization while she's gone, wow, she's like my rock. Um, cause he's like a total womanizer, right. big womanizer. And she makes fun of him and whatnot. And then he's like, wait, I think I actually want a relationship with my best friend. When she comes back, she's engaged to this gorgeous, rich, like he's like an Earl or something. So he's kind of Scottish again. Yeah. And he's like, fuck. So she's like, I want you to be my maid of honor because you're my maid of honor. You're so my best she friend. She hasn't realized it yet. Not at he all. Has. Yeah. yeah. So that anyway a lot of stuff happens in between and it's comedic very funny you know he he meets all the bridesmaids and funny things happen and this and that and blah 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 the ending is so uplifting because obviously he um he tells her right like the night before the wedding he's like i i want to be with you and she she's in tears and she's like how can you do this to me now, you selfish prick? Which, that's fair. Yeah. Um, bad timing. Bad timing. It's like the day before her wedding in a castle in Scotland. Yeah. And then he literally is about to like leave, but then instead he like hijacks a horse and storms the chapel. It's very dramatic. Right. But really cute. Pretty sure Rom-com he... style. Yeah, yeah, he gets punched in the face, this and that, but she's like, I do love him. I don't know what to say. I love him. And she, they, they they, kiss. It's very romantic. And it ends with them getting married on a rooftop in New York. Hold on. Pa- Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, so she, she does love that him. she loves him. Yeah, because she does. You know she does. Right. But she just gave up on him after so many years of him being a womanizing him as prick. a bad boy, playboy. Yeah. yeah. And he turns uh, to a, a good guy for her. Okay. So. All right, good. So I that's a it. film I totally forgot the name of. Made of honor. Okay, good. All right, playing on the word "made." My next one is super cheesy, but come on, the ending is so uplifting and so happy. 
the Karate Kid. Oh, so true. I so mean, true. think about it. So Daniel so LaRusso, happy. played by Ralph Macchio. You know, I mean, not only does he get the girl and everything, but by the end of the film, that's not what it's about. It's about him finding confidence and, you know, being a winner. You know, so he enters into this tournament with Johnny Lawrence and the, all the Cobra Kai guys. But I'm talking specifically that final scene yeah, of where his leg has been busted. You know, he's one point away from winning and he does that whole crane Wah! kick. This is obviously an audio podcast. <laughs> so everyone Tony's can't trying see to put his arm up like a karate kid. Kick. You know, but he does that whole crane kick, boom, to Johnny Lawrence's face. Yeah. And he wins. And just the crowd goes wild. Everyone runs to the stage. Elizabeth Shue runs to the stage. They pick him up. And there's Mr. Miyagi in the audience, just nodding and smiling. And then it like freeze frames on Daniel LaRusso, like with his arm pump in the air. Which is brilliant. So every time I watch that, I love the movie, but the final... Like, you know, third, the third act of that film is what makes it truly incredible to me. And the last scene's just like, fuck yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah you're rooting for him so It's such much. a happy ending. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. So and that's it, the Karate Kid. And that's what I actually love, honestly. I'm not a big sports person. Right. But um, martial arts films or, you know, there's that baseball film with Keanu Reeves, The Replacements. It's right. super cheesy, but it has this super uplifting ending. I didn't actually right. put it on my list. But... they make you feel good because they're winning and the underdog usually gets to win and it's brilliant as an example i couldn't put rocky on the list because he loses at the end (laughs) he loses it's true yo adrian (laughs) adrian wow (laughs) you know his face is all busted he can't see i was like jesus that's just a downer (laughs) but the karate kid is fucking awesome man you're right right. now i this is gonna make you laugh but I, this is my laughing action, is good my action movie on the list speed now I'll tell you why i love Happy that ending. ending yeah i love that ending now I'll tell you why tell me because i remember it being like super intense it's like even when they escape intense. you think she's gonna die yes it's all that is super intense but then the final final scene um they are like on i don't remember how they get there but they're, they're on, on the this board no they're on this yeah then they're on this board yeah so they're on the train he straps them to a board no see that's earlier Mm-mm. that's on the bus Mm-mm. don't compete with me i Mm-mm. promise you okay so when they're on the bus for the entire movie and they can't, can't go under 55 miles an hour the way they escape from the bus is on that cool board and that's that there's that amazing oh yeah scene the train crashes where at they, the end that's later there's that's that right. amazing scene where they whiz together yeah i love and that and that's very feel good but that's not the end of the movie no the end of the movie then they they chase after dennis hopper but he leaves them on the bus uh sorry on the train but the ending is hold still on, happy but he's He's um, handcuffed her, and Keanu Reeves doesn't have the keys. That's right. And you actually I love think, that scene. But you think she's going to die. I know. So she but does she survive, but it's not really feel good. Yeah, it is, because then they, it crashes through, and there's all these people, and they have a big old snog, and it's brilliant. Okay. All right. I'll, I love it. I'll give it to you. No, no, you're not, but it's fine. I love it. <laughs> all right. Speed. Okay, good. Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Again, this is another movie harsh that is movie. a harsh movie. In the end, Dev Patel wins the lottery and he gets the girl. Yeah. And he finds And they have love. a wicked dance. <laughs> yeah. And they do that amazing dance with the yeah. entire cast of the it's movie, pretty, which beautiful. is so feel good and happy. But he gets the girl. He succeeds. I mean, that's the definition of a happy ending. Again, for a movie that is very powerful. Yeah. So I had to do Slumdog Millionaire. Absolutely. I love that. Especially, you know, the ones that are rough and end really well, it means so much more. They're even more impactful. Yeah. yeah than yeah. just the rom-coms. Yeah. yeah. Um, Silver Linings Playbook. I was almost going to put my uh, that on my list. So I'm actually really glad you did because the ending is absolutely I love a the happy ending. ending. I love the ending. I love it because you she's all upset. After she runs off, she thinks he doesn't love her. Well, first of all, the best part is they, they win that dance, yeah. but they get a five. And everyone's like, why Why are they so happy? Because they got, got a five. five. 
but that was the deal that exactly. they had to win the game exactly. and get a five in the dance contest yeah but then go ahead so that part's beautiful but then that whole street scene where he he runs after her right and, and it, she thinks he's yeah he's reconnected with his ex-wife with his ex-wife and, ex-wife. Back with his ex-wife. and he but he runs after her and he loves her and then you know they get together right. and it's he beautiful. says i know you wrote the letters from my wife i knew it was you i've known for weeks yeah and what i love about silver linings playbook is they play the dysfunctional characters so well so well i mean she I won mean, her oscar jennifer for that. lawrence won an oscar he got a nomination they are truly brilliant these are messed up people totally these are messed, messed up. up characters who find love yeah and they find and love stability together. within each other right you're by right by being able to communicate and you know understand each other the way they do yeah and i don't know where it is but where he runs after it it's almost like pasadena mm-hmm. during christmas yeah with this beautiful trees sparkling and lights and, and it's raining a little bit it's i so think it's nice. really yeah. nice yeah I, I agree with you i, I, I actually had that on my list initially so I, i'm really happy you had which was linings you know i was worried about that film when i was watching it i was like oh this is gonna end shit right and I was like, God, I'm going to hate this because it'll, it'll end bad. And I loved the yeah. ending. I was surprised how much I enjoy that film. I really like it. Yeah. Okay, good. So I've got a classic rom-com, but come on, talk about happy ending, Pretty Woman. Of course. Yeah, on your list? Yes. Okay, good. So Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. But again, what I love about this is the ending so memorable because she tells him how she wants her Prince Charming to come and his white stallion climb up the castle and rescue her. And he's like, that's not reality. You know, what do you want from me? I can't give you that. And at the end of the film, <laughs> he does it. this building is in Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. by the way. It's still there. The building where that uh, climatic yep. scene is. He comes driving in in his white limousine. Which he, he hires specially because yeah. he usually has a black one. Right. And then he climbs up like the, the railway stairs outside yeah. the building and he's scared of heights to rescue her yeah so you know she's he, the, the she, prostitute said, with the heart of gold he's the rich millionaire and they find true love yeah totally super cheesy but pretty unrealistic ahead. super cheesy amazing. <laughs> amazing amazing it really is um this one could actually go at the top of my list on happy endings because come on talk about ridiculously good feel-good ending wedding singer I had to put that on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely on my list. It is so epic. For those of you, again... warm, fuzzy feeling. ...who have not seen The Wedding Singer, probably one of the best rom-coms there is. Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Yeah, top of my list. Brilliant, you know, duo. Chemistry together, yeah. yeah. That was the first one they did together. Yeah, it was, yeah. And their chemistry in that is epic. They've done three now together, yeah. yeah. So... I'm not going to go through the whole film because that would actually ruin it. No, do the happy ending. The happy ending is in an aeroplane... That they both don't know the other one is on. Well, and he knows she's there. Oh, no, not no, at first. He you're right, you're right. He's in first class. He's and going to Vegas to try and find her, yeah. He's in first class. She's in the back with the douchey guy. She's going to go marry because oh, she's he's upset. such a good douchebag. He's an awful douchebag. She's only marrying him because she thinks Adam Sandler doesn't love her. And security. In security. And Julia Gulia. He's, he's up front in the first class with like... Um, Billy Idol. Billy Idol, all these people. And he's telling them this whole love story and how it's led up to that. And then the stewardess comes in and goes, oh, this guy, this douchebag in in um, in the regular class just told me I had like grade A loins or something. Yeah, no, offered into, me to be part of the Mile High Club. And, it, and he remembers that he mentioned something like that. And he's like, oh my gosh, they're on this plane. And he sees and yeah, he gets grade this. Grade A meat. Grade yeah. A meat. That's yeah. right. And he gets his plan together and he's a musician, obviously. And then he sings her this beautiful song. I want to grow, wanna grow old, old with, with you. you. Yeah. And, you know, Billy Idol helps him and she's crying and it's beautiful. And he ends with, by the way, that song was about you. I love you. And she's like, I'm so in love with you. And they kiss and then they get married and it's wonderful. Yeah. And then it flash forwards to them getting married yeah. and they're all happy. And Steve Buscemi is now a <laughs> wedding singer who was like the douchebag drunk at the beginning. Yeah. It really is a very uplifting, so cheesy, but so works good. so well because in every so way. Because it's so 80s. The cheese I works. I love The Wedding Singer. Yeah. And it's a film made in the late 90s that captures the essence of the 80s so, so amazingly. Well. So um, well. That it's such a, the whole films feel good, but it does have a beautiful happy I ending. I love the so ending. So it, it totally counts. Okay, good. The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. That is this a beautiful film. This film is so underrated. I, um... 
It's a remake, but it's Ben Stiller, Kristen Wiig. Um, I love this film. Sean Penn as well. Um, he's this guy who's very... I remember the ending. He's a guy who's very subdued. He works for Life magazine, you know, in the in the back, kind of doing, like, uh, the, the photo development That's and right. stuff like that. Sean Penn's this big international reporter. There's another staff member there, um, played by Kristen Wiig, that he has a crush on, but he's so introverted yeah. about life, and he's never really done anything. And the film is all about Ben Stiller's character going out and just... Ad- having an adventure and discovering life and people and breaking out of his shell. And at the end of the movie, the whole film, part of the plot is this lost negative that's supposed to be the front cover of Life magazine. That's right. And when they find it in the end and it gets um, printed, it's a picture of Ben Stiller. And it's kind of showing the guys in the background doing all the work. Um, So it's got this beautiful kind of poignant message and then he, you know, he feels chuffed. He builds up confidence. He holds Kristen Wiig's hand and he walks off kind of happy and smiling and kind of shows he'll find happiness. I love that movie. I think it, the whole film is so uplifting. It's such a, it's just a happy movie through and through. And um, people need to check out The Secret Life of Walter Mitty because it kind of came and went. It was so yeah. good. It's a lovely movie. Yeah. Um, the next one you'll fully agree. And I'm not going to go in detail because we've gone over this Back to front, the Prince's Bride. Oh yeah, I mean, come on. The, the whole ending. Film I mean, is it's happy. a fairy tale. Yeah, it's it's the perfect adventure True fairy love. tale, and you know they ride off and literally into literally the sunset ride off together. Into the sunset and the is it, you know uh, Buttercup and uh, Wesley. Uh, Wesley. Yeah. Yeah. And and Fezzik and uh, <laughs> Inigo Montoya. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, I it love really that ending, and it makes you feel so happy with that. Um, the music is gorgeous, yeah. and you're like, oh, I as love you this. Wish. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, the whole film. Well, is it ends happy. with the grandpa saying, as you wish, because he says, Grandpa, could you come read it again to me tomorrow? As you wish. And he says, as yeah. you wish, and he smiles, and you're like, oh, this could all happen again. What's funny about The Princess Bride is it's so true because um, Columbo, Peter Falk, the actor who plays Columbo, who's re- the grandfather of Fred Savage, mm-hmm. reading him the book. Um, I saw that film around the same age where yeah. it was like, ah, oh, skip the soppy parts. Yeah, exactly. And at the end, I had the same sentiments as the kid. As like, Fred I don't Sam- mind so much like, I don't mind. It's nice. It was, yeah. I get it. I didn't feel like, eh, It's a well-deserved kiss at that point, sissies. you know? Yeah, it was like, uh, and I've told you the story of Princess Bride where my dad's like, I- I've got a treat for you. I've yeah. got a movie you need it's to amazing. see. And, and I, I mean, I've treasured that film since yeah. the day I saw it when I was like 11, 10 years old. It's, it's, it's one it's of so my all-time beautiful. favorites yeah. of, in, in, in any genre. I love it. Absolute classic. And I'm going to throw her under the bus. My wife is not a fan. It's harrowing. You didn't know that? Wow, you're looking at me like you just saw a ghost. I'm, Danny I'm, doesn't like that movie. I'm petrified at this oh, news. Oh, she doesn't like The Princess Bride. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's horrifying. We might have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, this is like the definition of happy ending but the happy ending lasts for about two minutes <laughs> have you seen the pursuit of happiness of course with will smith i was gonna put that and on i your couldn't list? i couldn't okay because it's literally like you said it's like one minute of happiness but that's the epitome of a happy ending i guess the pursuit of happiness is a true story of this african-american guy oh, in like so the rough. 80s who gave up everything trying to make it as like a, a salesman he lost his wife, he lost his apartment, his house, everything. his mortgage, everything, almost lost his child. The guy was living in bathrooms in, like, New York subways, yeah. uh, you know, with his kid, yeah. you know. And it the film is just so, like, depressing. That is yeah, the truth. It is. And the last minute of the film he gets hired by this huge multi-billion dollar company yeah. uh, where these executives are just so impressed with his tenacity and yeah. his persistence. And they offer him this like huge multi-million job, yeah. dollar deal job. And he's just in shock. Well, he starts crying. He's crying. He's choking up. They're like, can you I start tomorrow? I at that movie. And he goes outside and it just shows him walking in the crowd as the music swells. And he's just like nodding and this look of acceptance. And then the movie ends. I know. It's the last minute of the film. Yeah. But here's what's strange. It's effective and more impactful because of that. Yeah. Because of how rough 
his life was. And then it has this little caption showing how he became one. He became a millionaire. He became this super successful businessman. But my God, that has to be on this list of, of course. happy endings. I was going to put it. I just I, I just had such a hard time with the film because it, it just punches me in the gut. Well, good. Spoilers for everyone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> it has a happy ending. So, so you can watch stick it. Stick through it. Yeah, exactly. Um my next one is Empire Records, which it's on I my love. List. Yay. I put that on my list too because there's a lot of cheesy films like that you could say have a happy ending. I'm going to let you no, talk about yeah. it, but Empire well, Records you? kind of specifically has like a happy, uplifting kind of yeah. finale. Yeah, the finale is quite epic in terms of the music, the couple that gets together, everybody, everything goes the right way suddenly. And the big party and like the fundraising, they, well, they save the record place and all that good stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So they decide to throw this massive concert to save Empire Records, right. the shop, because it's basically going to disappear. And they're going to um, merge it into this like commercial, yeah, like, and big brother. Exactly. Record company. And Renee Zellweger is scared of singing and she sings this awesome song, Sugar right. High, and she's amazing. Yeah. And then. You know, um, Liv Tyler, and, Liv the Tyler guy and the get guy together get together. Finally. And at, what's his name? <laughs> the weird kid says his words of wisdom at the end. He's sitting there on the couch and he says something. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's all awesome. A lot of awesome things happen. They save the day and yeah. Yeah, all kind of it's like a climax. Yeah. That's very uplifting. Yeah. And it, that film does have some pretty serious parts and it addresses Things that, you know, teenagers yeah, sort of suicide, growing up. depression. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, taking drugs when you're trying to make, you know, school targets and this and that. It's it's pretty epic. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a super cheesy one, Wayne's World. But I had to do Wayne's World specifically because Wayne's World, I don't know if you remember, it has like three endings. It has like the super sad ending where Rob Lowe, the bad guy, wins. Then it has the Scooby-Doo ending. Scooby-Doo, you know, ending where it's like, you know, the janitor with the fork, you know, and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you pesky kids. And then it has like the extra super happy ending where, you now. know, uh, the Tia Carrera, the girl gets the record deal. She gets back with Wayne, Wayne. Rob Lowe, who's the douchebag, kind of learns life lessons and learns to be good and decent. And Garth gets the, his dream girl and it's all happy. Um, I love Wayne's World. It's such a great film. It's epic. Okay, go ahead. Good. My next one is 10 Things I Hate About You. I was going to put it on the list and then I was kind of like, eh, is it super happy? But It's a brilliant sure. happy ending. It's cute. I love the movie, by the way. You know that. But I th I was kind of like, is it a super happy ending? I don't know. But I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it obviously has that, uh, what do you call it? The um, emotional curve in a movie where something drastic, terrible happens at the end. She finds well, she that he's been lying that to he's him. been lying to her. He was paid to he date her. He was paid her, to yeah. go out with her and all of that. Um, so then it has the sad music and it's sad. And then obviously she reads her poem in the classroom. Which is the title, 10 Things I Hate About You. Correct. Yeah. But then the end is so happy because then he, you know, he buys her a guitar. They're together. Big kiss. And then they have a band on the top of a building that's playing, you know, I want you to want me. And yeah. it's really happy. I love I the love band on that. the roof. I always found their finally getting back together a bit kind of uh, rushed. But, oh, really? uh, but I do love the whole movie. So, I and I love it. the spoilers. Uh, not the spoilers. I love the outtakes. Yeah, the yeah. outtakes so at the end of the funny. film are fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. And I remember the reason I put it on there is because I walked out of the cinema like so happy. It's a great film. I yeah. love it. It's a classic. Okay, good. Here's another film that's kind of somber, but the ending this is one of my most uplifting endings ever. And I'm going to call it a happy ending, even though it is ultimately a bit sad, which is Big Fish. And I finally had you watch this movie. Beautiful film. The movie itself, honestly, doesn't hold up as well for me. But the ending is incredible. Yes. So to cut a long story short, the film is all about Albert Finney's character's life. And he tells uh, tall tales. That's why it's called Big Fish. You know, like, I caught a fish. It was this big. Yeah. You know? Um, and Ewan McGregor plays him as a kid. And he has a son in, in present day, played by Billy Crudup, who's kind of very jaded and doesn't really trust his father. He doesn't believe in him. Because right. he's always telling him these fantastical yeah, he's tales. He's, like, sick of him. About a giant and these Siamese twins and the war and a magical land and this bank robber and all these different things. 
anyway, the end of the movie is he dies, you know, and the way that I'm not going to give it away, but the way that ending scene, that final scene where he dies is done is so beautiful, but also that payoff mm-hmm. that everything was real. It was just exaggerated. Yeah. But you it know? was real. It, but and it you, was you real. You don't think it is. It's so uplifting, even though it's melancholy. That's very true. People, again, you got to, I'm sorry I gave it away, kind of, but not really. you got to check out, and this is a Tim Burton movie. To yeah. me, it's the most non-Tim Burton movie around. Big Fish, it, it's so beautiful. And yeah, the, the ending it. is so powerful. Absolutely. And so happy and uplifting, ultimately. Another phenomenal rom-com. You surely have this on your list, The Holiday. I don't. You don't? No. Such it, it, a I mean, great ending. Well, again, I didn't go all rom-com, but I love The Holiday. All, but yeah, I mean, I say. love The Holiday. Go. Yeah, The Holiday is a Christmas movie. It's a rom-com. It's two fantastic love stories. Yeah, it's fantastic. And the ending is so happy. Yeah. You know, they both end up, you know, they're both, it looks like they're not going to end up with their peop- the, the, their respective uh, love so interest. Kate Winslet and Jack Black and Jude Law, who's so fucking dreamy Diaz, in this movie, yeah. and Cameron Diaz. I know, you're, you have such a guy crush on him in that movie. In that movie <laughs> in particular. Well, he has those He's piercing blue eyes. Gorgeous, and those glasses look so yeah. good in them. And I'm a heterosexual married man, but damn. He does look good. And she looks incredible. Well, they all, Diaz. Are. They're all great. They're... And Jack Black is so adorable He's and so endearing. He's so cute. It's in that such film. a different role for I him. I know. I love it. And he pulls it off really well. Absolutely. And, and it ends so beautifully. Uh, they're all together. It's Christmas. It's so oh, right. feel they're good. All toge- in England. Because they're not together in the whole movie because there's a couple in England and a yeah. couple in America. And they finally, they're all their together. Houses. That's right. I forgot that. It's New Year's actually. Scene. It's not yeah. Christmas. And it's it's so lovely. It's it, such a lovely scene. It's a great pick. Okay, good. I'm going super corny 80s, but come on, talk about happy ending. The Goonies. Oh, yeah. Well, here's specifically why. So they save the, the day at the end. You know, well, they don't actually get the treasure, but then they did, well, st- they did, did smuggle they? away some of the jewels. But they're able to save the houses. And, you know, there's yeah. this whole real estate thing where they're going to have to move yeah. because and they're being bought out and, and leave their friends in their school. And they save the day. They do get the treasure. Uh, Sloth gets to stay with Chunk. He's like, I love you. You're going to come and stay home with me. And what I love about it, here's what specifically feel good and happy, that ending. They all sit and watch the sun yeah. rise together. Yeah. You know, and the, over the, boat the ocean. sail away. As the, you know, you know, what's his one-eyed Willie's uh, pirate boat sails pirate off. Ship, yeah. It, it's just beautiful. I it's love awesome. it. It's such a happy ending. It's such a beautiful ending, yeah. yeah. To a wonderful adventure movie. Oh, my God. The Goonies is just a classic. This one, I'm sure you'll agree with me, The Breakfast Club. Oh, it's the next one How on funny. my list. That's God amazing. damn you. Well, I mean, what do you say about The Breakfast Slow Club? Slow motion yeah. fist pump. Yeah. You know, Into from John Bender, don't you forget about me. I mean, and, come on. You know, that movie is quite serious oh, throughout. Absolutely. The I dialogue mean, is so rich. Oh, it's so rich. And they, they are dealing with some mega messed up issues, yeah. these kids. Yeah. And they find, you know, solace in each other and becoming friends just in that short time, in essence. Right. But you're talking about like each a bully, other. a jock, a princess, yeah. an outsider, a, a nerd. People who would never be friends never together out. in school Ever. in real life. Yeah. yeah. It's brilliant. It's so good. And it makes you feel so awesome, that Don't ending. Don't you yeah. forget about me. And there's the song for the evening. But the best part is what you, uh, like, what you kind of opened it with is uh, it literally ends with the, yeah. you know, the outlaw, John Bender, no, pumping his fist because in the air. Because she's just given him his yeah, her, her diamond, diamond earring. earring. And he puts it in. And yeah, it's it's so uplifting. I love it. It was literally my next one. It's fantastic. Next. Okay, let's see what else I have. I think I'm almost done. Me okay, too. come on. Back to the future. Of course. Not yeah. on your list? No. Why not? Because. I, I don't know. The end is... In, is, is like a st- triple whammy. Well, it's the start of another film. Okay, fine. <laughs> but the end is... He resets the past. Yes. His, you know, his father gets the girl, his his mother, mm-hmm. correctly, confidently. They find love. He gets home. He saves Doc. Yes. And then the best part that really is a happy ending for me, which as a kid, because this is the first movie I ever saw in the theater. Yes. You know, as a four or five-year-old child, 
you know, he comes back to the future in 1985. He goes to his house and he's got this beautiful house now. He's got the, the beautiful truck, his dream truck. His dad is this cocky, confident, suave, successful author. His wife is all like hot and pretty now. His brother and sister are all successful. Biff is like this total mm-hmm. nerd dork. Like, oh, Marty, Marty, I polished up your truck for you. Mm-hmm. It's out back, you know, and he's not the bully anymore. And he's kind of reset the whole future and yeah. his family is now successful. You're right. Then it has that kind of, you know, Doc comes back and he's like, gotta oh, go back to the we future. We gotta go back. You it's know, your kids. It's your kids. We gotta do something about your kids. It's like, oh, you better back up. There's not enough road. Roads? Where, Where we're, we're going. going. We don't, we don't need, need roads. roads. And then that's how it ends. Yeah. But the, it's before still, that, you're right. it's so happy, happy and uplifting. Everybody's getting what they want. And I goddamn love that movie. So it's- come on, back to the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And now, okay, my next one, I am shocked you didn't mention earlier. Crocodile Dundee. Greatest oh ending. God, and I'm the one it's who reminded yes. you of how amazing that ending is. By the way, that's my list. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I exceeded okay, your list. I am so happy that you remember Crocodile Dundee. Because remember I was telling you some months yeah. ago? I loved that movie as a kid because it's oh, one of yeah. my mother's it's, favorites. It's great. And I watched it. I loved the whole movie. But I forgot the how incredible ending, the, the last ending is. five minutes. I'm going to give it to you because I fucking forgot so yeah, go well, ahead you kind of really explained I know it, it well, so well though. okay i'm gonna do it then if, do it with your permission do it okay crocodile dundee is a movie that came out in the 80s that exceeded everyone's expectations it yeah. became like this huge box office sensation it's with paul hogan who's this australian comedian and actor he made three of these movies the other ones aren't good the first one is brilliant amazing and he did other movies but never reached the same success as Crocodile Dundee. But essentially, he's this guy from the outback in Australia, you know, who like hunts and kills crocodiles. And this reporter who became his wife in real life. They just got divorced like a year or so ago. They were together. Well, they were together for like 30 years. Um, But she goes to Australia to interview him. And while there, he like saves her life. And then she talks him into... Coming back to well, New York. Well, they actually with her. hook up while they're there. They That's have a right. kiss. Right, they actually do. And she yeah. is actually being naughty. Yeah. She doesn't tell she's him engaged. she's with someone. She's engaged to this yeah. reporter guy in New York, and her father owns this, like, you know, Time magazine company or something. Um, anyway, she brings him back to New York, and there's all these adventures and all this comedy and stuff that happens. But essentially, they. <laughs> him adjusting to life in yeah. a city. It's so funny. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Um, But anyway, essentially they fall in love. Yeah. But she's engaged to this other guy. Or actually he proposes to her towards the end. So um, Mick Dundee, that's his uh, character, he decides to go on a walkabout, which essentially means he's just going to go and explore, you know, America for like a year or so. Yeah. What did I miss? Just on that scene, it's kind of a great buildup. She's at this dinner and the way uh, her boyfriend proposes guy, is yeah. he's like, "Will you?" He doesn't even properly ask. He no, kind of he slips the finger it. on and announces yeah. and goes, "You'll do me the honor of being my wife or something." And she just obviously doesn't really know what to say, but she looks right. over at Mick and sees him trying to smile and be happy. Right. But you know she's in love with him. Yeah. So go on. Anyway, it has this incredible sequence that is like the final it's five so minutes of the film. It's so again, it's so underrated. Um, he goes off in this walkabout. So, but he's in New York. He's going subway. down to the subway, and she runs to the hotel to find out where he is. And this beautiful music starts swelling, and it's mm. with like bongos and yeah. Australian like pipes, and I don't know what the different <laughs> instruments are. But it's like I'm so sorry, listeners. <laughs> anyway, it's actually please check it out because it doesn't it's, sound like that. No. It's actually really beautiful music. Yeah, I awesome. have the soundtrack. Um and it starts swelling and she's running in like her high heels. She throws them off. You know, and then she takes her high heels off and runs even faster and the music gets higher and she goes to the subway and it's packed like sardines. And she's looking for him and he's right at the other end about to get on the train. And she's like, Mick Dundee, I love you. But he can't hear her. Yeah. So there's this amazing like comedy sketch where. Two people in between. She stops this like construction worker who's yeah. this gruff guy. 
And then he passes a message on. I won't recite the whole thing, but he passes a message on to this big black New Yorker guy. Yeah. And they basically go back and forth, relaying like several messages, sentences. Yeah. You know, He's like, what do you want? Yeah, between McDundee to her, but which culminates in tell him I love him. And then, you know, he's like, I love uh, you. Yeah, the, cons- the construction guy is like, he loves, she loves him. And then the black guy's like, I love you. And then he's like, tell her, tell her I'm coming back. And then he like crowd but he, yeah, he can't move. Yeah, so, so they he pick like him up. Climbs up and they over all mosh pit the, him. <laughs> yeah, mosh pit him, basically. All the people in the subway and reunite and they have this big kiss and it's this big beautiful freeze frame ending. You're right. It's so happy. It's so Because everyone's and clapping and it's so happy. So I rewatched this movie last year and I, I told you about it for the first time in many years. And I was like, the film's great, but that ending yeah, is it's I, so it's, happy. It surprised me how much it had been kind of forgotten. Yeah. It's actually the perfect one, I think, to end on. But you have more. Well, no. And just you got to realize, like, when she's running after him, this is before cell phones. She's going to lose him. That's right. If she doesn't she reach him. She can't call him on her she iPhone. She can't call him because he's also like a, an outback out guy. guy. He's yeah. going to go explore and she will lose him. Yeah. So it's that urgency is there. And then, oh, that, that crescendo. And I, the, I agree. The and finale. the music. It's fantastic it's wonderful all right well that's crocodile nandi what else you got you know that's I'll, my list i think i'll actually end with that anyway that's surprising number one i can't believe you actually beat me on the list only by one i was already, i know and what a one gr- that you should have had one i should have had and what a great one to end on Beautiful. are you happy to end on crocodile very Dundee? happy to end on crocodile Dundee. It's, it's so like underrated and kind of forgotten uh, so i think there's too many people who think that's a movie kind of of its time oh no watch it i love it it's great and the ending's so happy Anyway, I hope all the uh, listeners like that because I know last week's episode was kind of a bummer. So this one was, uh, you know, intended to kind of lift you up, Happiness. make you feel good. I hope we didn't completely ruin those movies. Most well, of them still all worth watching. Most of them are really well known. Yes, and I don't think we gave away full Everything, spoilers yeah. on all of them, so you can still enjoy them. Exactly. All right. Well, that's our uh, movies with happy endings episode. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My weekly reminders, don't forget to follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. You can email us in anytime at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. Lastly, if you would like to show some extra support for the podcast, you can become a patron on patreon.com or you can donate to our GoFundMe campaign. Both links will be in the show notes below. Have a great week. Bye-bye.